Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. So you have everyone here when you record? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You're sitting in the same seat as uh, Paul Feig and uh, Joey McIntyre from so uh, New Kids dude. on the Block. Taron Killam so. from SNL. Yeah. And, and what's his face? Uh, Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew hasn't been on yet. He hasn't? I thought I saw a picture you guys have. Of- oh, we went to his place. Yeah. Oh, okay. We recorded. We're trying to, we're trying to get him, but the guy has... 3,900 jobs. Between he's, the two, you he's go. got He's got teenagers to help get uh, off of meth. <laughs> is that one of his jobs? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. I'm sure there's a more classier description. Yeah. No, you know, I think what yeah, do you do, he, man? I help kids stop fucking with meth. You know, there's a classier description, like, you know, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he'll just go with the other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, fe- feel honored and privileged. I, I'm, I'm not saying you should be giving us handies I afterward. Do. No, I think Joey McIntyre uh, should, should be privileged he sat in the same chair as Jay Larson. I, I, I think so. Joey Mack. He's a Boston guy. I know. Trust me. I <laughs> don't think I don't dial into who Joey McIntyre <laughs> Some people don't know. Do you, are you privy to all famous Boston people? Uh, no, you got to understand, like... I grew up in the 90s, dude. So, like, mm-hmm. New Kids on the Block, New Edition, BBD, dude, Johnny New Gill, Edition. Rob Chris Fan, all those guys. How dope was New Edition? Dude, what do you mean, was, dude? I was yeah. to him last night. <laughs> and I'm, listen, I'm talking classic. Were you at a roller skating party in the fifth grade last night? <laughs> dude, that's when they Ladies and gentlemen, it's couple skate. Cool it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just fucking it's all skate. If it is in love. Oh, yeah. I do love. Dude, I'm going to go popcorn love on you. <laughs> if it's popcorn love, we are meant to be. Now, Popcorn Love, what a fucking Mr. song. Mr. Telephone Man, though, is the greatest. The now, see, oh my God, that was a great one. How did that one go? I'm just, I do this as a bit, but I, don't, I only do it really. They rhyme operator and baby in that song. <laughs> Mr. Telephone Man is about, they're calling the, the, the operator and being like, yo, I'm trying to call my girl, but I'm not getting through when the bottom line is she's just not into him anymore. And he goes, I got the operator. She said, please hang up and place your call again, baby. <laughs> Is that not genius? That's unbelievable. Operator and baby. Yeah. It's, it's, it's There's only the certain... Balls. You know, Geraldo used to have a joke about um, 
uh, I think some rapper, it was oh, Little John. He goes, he's got a new song called No More Dick for Your Pussy, Just Dick for Your Throat. I don't want to pay no child support. And he goes, no, I'm not saying that's a bad approach to life necessarily. He goes, I just don't want my kids growing up thinking that throat and support rhyme. <laughs> that's tight. But they, do they get away with so much of that shit? I know. You put a nice beat behind it. There it is. What, what you're not seeing is the matching purple disco ball jackets. Paint that picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's dude. it. Oh, sing to me, Bobby Brown. That's Ralph Trestman, dude. Dude, there's just a different vibe going on in this time, you know? Like, oh, listen yeah. to a lot of Casio keyboard action. A lot, a lot of Casio <laughs> involved. <laughs> a lot of Casio involved. You gotta understand, though, like, for me growing up, this was like... They were like older kids that were into like BBD New Edition and all that. So yep. like, we, and I looked up to them like Jay Pecora, dude, driving a Saab. Jay. He was in high school. I'm like, how did Jay Pecora get a Saab? Who's Jay Pecora? <laughs> exactly, <your> dude. <laughs> no, he wasn't a buddy. He was like, he got a Jay Pecora. Or that's your buddy. Oh, no. no, like that's a, we were. All we, you have to know is he has a Saab. I'm I'm yeah. already want to be friends to, with this guy. Yeah, we went to Stoneham High. He went to St. John's Prep. I was like, oh man, Jay Pecora. <laughs> You know those kids growing up that you like kind of idolized just for sure. who they were? Dude, there oh, was a, absolutely. Oh, dude, there was a kid in my grade who had a sports court and like his mom bought everything bulk at Costco, so we always had king size everything. <laughs> oh, and he had every yeah. game system. So it was like oh he that, God, yeah. that was a key back in the they day. They weren't like, even that loaded. He just yeah. fucking they just were like and they had pinball machines from their grandparents. What? Like if if That's if, if you were the kid that had the Sega Genesis next to the Superman uh, next to the Super Nintendo, forget it. That blew everyone's mind. Oh, it was like, nuts. What? Yeah, Don't because f- it was like we can play. And also, he well, here was the fucked up part. He never let like he could play it all the time. But I remember like we'd go over and play, and we, we weren't we're doing a lot of like play Toe Jam at Earl on Sega or fucking or uh, a- NHL '94. Yeah, do you know so, how much older I am than you guys? Because this is like we know what we had. We go to Adam Rask because he had RBI mm-hmm. for Nintendo. RBI no, yeah. that's a great game. And then we yeah. hide uh, out in his not... room, and I'd just be like, "Let me be the socks, Tony Amos, get him off the bench." <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Jack and but would he let you? But would he let you play with him? Because my buddy owning all these systems could play them all the time. Would still when I come over, not let me play, but like a couple games. He'd be a lot of times would be like, "I like to play solo." So what? Said, what? But guess what? I was so enamored by the amount of fucking fun that was going on. That yeah. I was like, dude, I'll sit back and watch you play nine seasons right now. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll just commentate, man. <laughs> do, you mind, uh, do you mind if I grew up on these king-size Snickers? Because you got 40 <laughs> boxes of them. There, and then there was sometimes that moment where the kid that had the house that everyone wanted to go to, mm-hmm. uh, he said, like, well, why don't we go over? Like, and, and, and he would suggest someone else's yeah, house. Yeah. And everyone looked at him like he's a fucking moron. Yeah, like, no but, way. Like, what the, like, you, they don't have Sega, Super Nintendo, and a zipline. Asshole, in yeah. a zip line, dude. Gregory has a George Foreman grill and one stepdad. Come on, like, why are we going well, there? Yeah, we're not going over there. I mean, yeah, uh, I had a friend growing up in the ba- in the backyard. He had a zip line. He had the Sega uh, Super Nintendo combo, and then his dad had the black box for cable. So mm-hmm. if you hung out mm-hmm. after nine o'clock, Spice Channel came on. It clear, dude. Spice Channel, unbelievable. And, and you're like, what? Why would we? Why would we ever leave this no, place? You don't go anywhere. This is heaven. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's like the Neverland Ranch before the Neverland Ranch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, mean, I, like, I think we all paused trying to make a child molester we, joke right well, there. In I our was heads. just like, just wondering where we're going with it. <laughs> well, this is uh, part of the podcast I like to call. Hey, Jay, what do you think about Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, God, what? Were you a fan? Yeah, dude. Are you a fan? Yeah. Okay. How I do you not be a fan I, dude, of that I know, man's I'm, music, dude? It's you know what's crazy to me. He might be one of. The, he might be the only. I think I just heard his music playing the other day at, at the beginning of a comedy club, and in the same day, it was one of those days where I heard it played in multiple uh, venues. It was like comedy club. It was on the radio. Well, I was driving there. I was what in a was mall. It? 
Well, just oh, different Any collections. My, MJ, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. just, but I was like, dude, how many people are consistently played throughout a day in multiple? Dude, I think it was at a Togo's fucking getting a turkey, <laughs> avo- a turkey avocado, and the guy making it was like, you want to get something started? Mm-hmm. And it just enhances everything. More chips, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's like Michael Jackson's music is Viagra for your social life. Mm-hmm. It just enhances oh, everything. Dude, you put up. Here's the deal. Let me give you this. MJ, for sure. I mean, it's one of my classics, but just since we were on the BBD new yeah, edition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the day that like I think I locked my wife down for good, <laughs> nice. we were at Buffalo Club. You ever been to Mar- Buffalo Mar- Club? Her, you mean? No, just like had her locked in. Like she knew. <laughs> I, this is the defining moment for me when I was like, I, I got this. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, We've yeah. been dating. Do you know Buffalo Club? It's on uh, yeah. Olympic and 14th. Yeah. Tell Brad what it is. They have this like What's back that? area outdoors and they have a DJ at night. It's nice. Oh, nice. They have dinner and stuff, but it's, it's, okay. it's super pimping. And I was just like, had only been dating my wife for, I don't know, I don't know how many months, but I was there with her friends and her friends were like, a click you know what i mean like oh, they were boy. a group now was this the first time you had met them all all as a group together i think i'd met them but they weren't like very welcoming of sure. me coming into the group you right. know well sure so yeah. you you have testicles yeah but i mean <laughs> no i'm talking dudes too oh okay so dudes and chicks you know all right. and my best friend jordan is at buffalo club with his girl and his buddy from chicago and one other person now when he gets together with his buddy from chicago jack daniels comes out shirts sure. come off <laughs> So I'm there. As regular is, Tuesday. As, as is the average, norm. Just yeah. basics. And uh, Jordan was said to me, he goes, hey, we're done, man. We're going to get going. He goes, unless you want me to stay. It doesn't look like these guys are being super cool. And I'm like, not really. And he goes, I'll, I'm going to tell them we're all going to stay. So you got like a wing. If, if all else, you know, you got a yeah. wing, man. I'm like, all right. And we're just sitting at the bar. My girl's dancing with her friends. And he's like, dude, you got to step up. And I'm like, all right, hold on. And I grab, I go, you got a pen to the bartender? And he, I just take a napkin and I write on it, BBD Poison. I just fold it. Dude. I go over to the DJ and I know DJs don't like being requests, you know, and I just, I just hand it to him and he opens it and he's like in the middle of a track, like got the head down. Yeah, the head down on his ear. On the ear and he looks at me and just shakes his head up and down. That's so gangster, man. Yeah, so I go back to the bar. I'm just standing there all of a sudden. Waiting for it. Yep, waiting. Are you checking in? Are you like looking over just to see and give one more little head nod? Are you like, no, he got it. He got it. And I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden I heard dun 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 and I grab, I grab. That's all I hear, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I grab a stack of napkins, like, I don't know, maybe four inches thick. Turn that a little bit. And I walk right out to the dance floor, and I take them, and I look at her, and I throw them in the air so they come down like, <laughs> like And, like, that's my song. I can't lose to Poison. And she, <laughs> I can't lose she, to Poison is the name of your next fucking book. <laughs> yeah. I can't lose to Poison. She came right over to me like... This is it. This is the guy. And I crushed poison and then boom, I had her. Oh my god. You, you're not I mean, no joke. Like No, this is one hundred percent. That's so great. I take that song very serious. That's how that that sounds like the scene out of an eighties movie. Like you just Dude, you, like you just expect totally. fucking like Emilio Estevez just to like throw <laughs> yeah, exactly. some shit up in the air. Yeah, that, and, was like, your, that was your Molly class. Ringwald's like, That's my jam. Exactly. Oh my god. That's Dude, a so she well, did she see that everything go down or did, was it just a song that uh that no, she just in. saw me come out with a napkin. Like she was just dancing. So she I saw everything go down. Yeah, vibe, she saw, yeah, dude. dude, you create a vibe, dude, and that says a lot to women because you're like, hey, he can create a vibe for the rest of our lives. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's <laughs> dude, what I'm saying. Great move, man. Yeah, it was tight. It was tight. Uh, uh, Jay Larson is our guest, everybody. Yeah, uh, co-host. Oh, we record? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We going? That, yeah. We, what's we, up, guys? Man. We just roll right into we it. We just go. And uh, Jay Larson, co-host of one of my favorite podcasts. Oh yeah. Uh, the Crab Feast podcast. We Which had both of you have done. 
Yeah, yeah. it was the best. Yeah, yeah, we've fun. been on there with you and uh, Ryan Sickler. Uh, Ryan, who has also been on our podcast. We've mm-hmm. done a little home and away action. Uh, fuck the Crab Feast, five stars. I feel like a little, I feel like I'm a little at home. Like, this is a Crab Feast home kind of vibe. Right totally, on right? Yeah, you, yeah. It's uh, Well, you know, I when I moved into this place, uh, there was a, uh, my roommate was living with a Hungarian movie star. Sure. And she <laughs> came out here. As you do. And almost, <laughs> yeah. I think he said he was like, um, she was, I think, fucking her manager, he said. And he basically helped furnish this place, more or less. I mean, the couch came from from me and some other things, but this table, this like dope ass like wooden, yeah, I love this. Fucking looks like uh, what you know, what um, the, a Hungarian the, movie star would have, totally. <laughs> or like you know, Goldilocks and the Three Bears or whatever. <laughs> and so, um, so when we had to leave uh, GoCast and, and come here, it was just like, dude, I mean, time. But I and I remember when I set it up too, I was like, dude, this feels like the crappy. So I was like, I think this is gonna work out well. It's a good vibe because you yeah. guys have a real, uh, yeah. It's comfortable, yeah. And dude, I, 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 you did, you guys did a podcast in the studio, mm-hmm. and it was great and fun. Like for a while, I was uh, a you, little you, nervous. Yeah, about you felt it. like a professional. You know, you yeah, had but, the board, but you feel professional. But then, dude, once I actually did your guys's and got out of it and saw, I don't think I'd done a podcast out of a studio without having like a sound guy and all that shit and commercial yeah. breaks. And and then I was like, oh man, is it going to be too raw? But dude, it's like I can't imagine doing it any other way. Now. Nah, yeah, it's raw. It, it, it's cool. It's a, it, it's a good vibe. You always have Sickler wearing some sort of Baltimore sports always. team. Always. always like the Ray Lewis jersey or, or something. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, it just creates a great vibe. And you guys are getting some killer guests. I mean, you just had a... You guys too, you know? Uh, you yeah, know. dude. I mean, we just uh, try to keep up with you guys. Basically, we're just having a little podcast circle jerk right here. <laughs> you, fellow. you guys go on a Ferris. We go Blake Anderson from Workaholics. I mean, it's just kind of like back to back. Bang time. <laughs> dude, on a Ferris. That was a great get, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. She was so, I love Blake, was, by the way, though. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, I love that show. Those guys are all fun. Do you really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, anytime you put it on, it's just hilariousness. It, I, I start because I know their demo, Blake was telling us, is like, it, it was it's so funny how he's like, dude, sometimes it, because uh, he was starting to get sponsored by beers and stuff. And they're like, dude, we, I was like, it should have happened a long time ago. He's like, I know, man, but, you know, our demo is so young that, like, they don't want to, and we yeah. don't, we're not too responsible sometimes when we drink. And he's like, <laughs> what do you mean sometimes? <laughs> the show's based off their irresponsibility. Yeah. And he kind of was touching on the fact that he's like, I was like, dude, so these fucking 12 year olds are cock blocking you from beer money. He's like, kind of, man. I wish they'd fucking go to bed or pick up a book. <laughs> That's tight. Um, I mean, like, uh, now, I mean, I know how Adam and I came across to do a podcast together. Like, did you and Ryan know I was each on other? LittlePeople.com and I was looking for Absolutely. love. And he was. And, uh, just a little bit. And I was looking for a guy that could not only hold me at night, but also do my taxes. And I thought, Boom. Adam Ray, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, you thought Adam wrong, Ray. man. I am terrible with money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why Brad's in the hole right now. I just now. want it's enough money things. to have someone handle my money. <laughs> yeah. Can I pay you to manage my money? Yeah, dude. That's good. That's a good time. <laughs> When 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 you could just be like and that trusting too, just like hey, here here's a well, grip, here's a grip of money. Say that now, make it into some cut shit. Cut into like ten years from now, the true Hollywood story. Like Jay Lawson <laughs> gave his money. <laughs> is that is that a sign of making it if you have an eat true Hollywood story? No, I think that's a sign that you, you lost fucked up, it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to have their story. Everyone has their plight or whatever. But Unless like, you're part of a collective situation, like say, like Saved by the Bell, Eat You Hollywood Story. That was more about, like, let's celebrate what happened, but get down to the fucking real juicy Yeah, details. let's yeah. get down to what did everybody Slater, wants yeah, to know. Did Slater fuck Belding, you know, like everyone wants to know. <laughs> God, I, that, I mean, that was like the first show that I would watch as a kid. I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to have. And I didn't even know what sex was. I'm Dude, like, just whatever, I just told right? you that the whatever. other. Whatever. Who was your girl? 
Well, I mean, I loved Kelly, but I had Obviously. this little like this little thing for Jungle Lisa Fever, Turtle for over sure there. I'm like, God, Lisa Turtle and, and and what's her face? I mean, all three. Because Lisa was like care. came from money, and you know right. she was like a good girl, but like you know probably. Yeah, I bought my She'd all get freaky. Stacy Dash is my all time favorite. Like my wife one day came in, she sees me like looking at pictures of Stacey. She's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm like I, babe, You're not even I'm jerking like, off, look you're just looking at pictures. That's almost worse, dude. Stacy Dash. Right, because I mean, because like <laughs> I could see how that is worse because if your wife catches you jerking off, jerking off has a function. Mm-hmm. Listen, I need to release. I need Boy, to. Jay, Jay thought he wasn't going to learn anything today. But hey, man. <laughs> Brad's going into his. Jerking off has a function, yeah. but but if, if if you if your wife just comes in and or your girl and you're just staring at a woman, yeah, there's no function to that. Yeah, she, that's just you getting joy. No she purpose. just said to me, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "God, I'm like, come on, you don't think she's good looking?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always wanted that relationship. By the way, like I always liked the idea of being able to just talk with a girl about how hot a girl. Like I say to her all the time, and to encourage it, mm-hmm. fellas, if you're out there listening, or ladies. I always go like if I see like a a dude that I think is good looking, I'm like, you think that guy's good looking? She's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that guy's a good looking dude. Just to <laughs> let her know, like, hey, listen, you want to talk about shit? Let's talk. Dude, about that's it. dope, man. And has it become? Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just going my way. She's never going. Do you think she's pretty? Of course not. <laughs> and I'm like, you cannot reel the shit. She's all right. She's all right. Well, yeah. Well, because you can acknowledge it, but not to the degree that you really <laughs> are dudes. thinking. Yeah, with, yeah. Like with files with you guys. Yeah, you, you just go like if you're going. Hey, uh, so I was watching. And, then, and you see, you see that girl over there. Like she's a pretty good looking girl. And you, you, you can't be just be like, dude. The things I would do to that woman, the, I yeah, would rail. No. I would love to yank her head. Like you can't do that. No, just go, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of pretty. But you, the best what you can do. Uh-huh. This is a smart one. Is when she thinks someone's pretty, mm-hmm. and you think she's decent. You just throw like, nah, she's all right. Not my type. Yeah. You throw that, and then she's like, wow. Look at that! Look at that restraint. Look at that. Yeah, look at that restraint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Girls will get turned on by restraint these days. And then man. there'll be ones like she'll. I remember one time she goes, "Do you think she's pretty?" And it was this girl who's like not pretty, but she mm-hmm. had this trashy vibe about her. I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "What?" I'm like, and I just kind of like let her know too much. You know, like that's the kind of vibe you want to take down because yeah, it's like sure. this, you. You know, like I used to connect. I was you know single mom growing up, so. I was always the kid that got like felt like I was an outsider. Everyone else, you For know, sure. I felt poor. I felt trashy. Yeah, yeah. So I always like I used to hook up on the Is DL. That fucked up. Yeah, it's horrible. It's to, 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 to those feelings. Um, it's the thing that keep, drives me, though. Yeah, for sure. I know. You know, I have that Dude, chip on my shoulder. Sure. Like, hey, I know. I remember Dude, walking for home for sure. Like when no one would drive me home and shit. And people were like, can I give you a ride? I'm like, I'm good. I got it. Dude, totally. <laughs> I got this. Right yeah. at an early age, you're like, I can fend for myself. Yeah, just because dude. you feel like wow. you you get the because as a kid, more often than I don't think you are faced with that. Like, you, you want a little like you want some like. Wanting assistance to that level of magnitude yeah. of where it's like, but so people know that you were like a victim a little bit. Yeah. So every I had a, like I hooked up with a lot of girls in the DL that were just all other, not not trashy, but considered you know like mm-hmm. poor or what like sure. you know looked down upon because they were they torsos. Were in, they yeah. were in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just say it. We call them torsos. To get, don't try to beat her. What on is the bush. that? I think it's just a term that you just made up right oh. now. A torso, like they just like they're just half half a body. Oh, <laughs> like those mannequins you see at like yeah, yeah, you know, I know the one. Express or something. <laughs> Express. Look at this. This is a throwback episode, huh? Holy Going crap! All throwback. Hey, wait. Th- throwback like Express Men doesn't have good stuff. You know, if you're getting like a V-neck sweater, Frederick <laughs> Nelson, you know. Where? Frederick Nelson? No, maybe that was just Seattle. 
Sounds nice. It sounds like oh, I know those guys. Yeah, Frederick and Nelson. <laughs> you know how I know them because I was at a in a clothing store in Minneapolis. You know, I kind of love clothes, and they had a whole Seattle. They had this whole brand, and it was that brand. Not they've been mm. around forever. Nice. Yeah, they have. Like they make big heavy wax coats and stuff. Like North Face. Nah, no, Frederick and Nelson. You are a very well dressed dude. Thanks, well, as man. and you know, I was about to say as a comic, but like in general, you are. But comics, I don't think are. Well, it depends. Depends well, where you're at in your career. Yeah, it's like we're we're a, we're a profession talk about where you can have jeans and flip flops and uh, and a t shirt, and there's no one that says like you can't go on stage in that. No, I know. I like, say no to people all the time, like as a comedian, you could show up at a funeral and like <laughs> underdress, and people are like right. who's that? I'm like, ah, he's a comedian. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you can show up at a funeral and crush because people <laughs> crush are in such it, a bad bro. mood. Uh, have you always been though cognizant of your wardrobe? Like, on stage? I, yeah, I've always kind of yeah. loved clothes. Although I, I wore flip flops the first time I ever did stand up. Oh no! Shit. Tell me yeah, about that can you day. Believe that? It was a good day. Yeah. Where was it? Uh, Dublin's. Remember Dublin? Oh shit! Dublin's. Yeah, that was. You were part of that. Uh, that was the first time. That was my first time. Yeah. Was it one on the night when it, it was, was like the it, fucking comedy night? Britney it was Spears. when they did uh, J Star doing workout Wednesdays. J, uh, and so Jay it was Davis, the next yeah. day. It was the Wednesday day. So okay. Yeah, I went first. Did five. Did really well. There was like 150 people there. And they, Holy shit. and they were like, Dane closed it, and it was all, you know, it was all pros. And right. Corny Cronin. Do you remember Corny Cronin? I can't say that I do. Anyway, she came Lead up to me singer afterwards. of the Goo Dolls? Yeah, dude. <laughs> there she is. Oh, dude, I, now I just wanted that song in that fucking Meg Ryan movie. Just to come. <laughs> If you could have come with that real quick, that would have been tight. <laughs> Give me a second. Wait, no, it's, you have wait to is know it the it. Iris? And I don't want to yeah. Yeah, dude. You want to hear a quick little Goo Goo Doll story? Yeah, I, I was uh, in a choir in high school. We had a choir orchestra. Treatments. Can we back up one second? Yeah. It sounded like my headphones are jacked. It sounded like you said you were in a choir in high school. There it is. I was in a choir, Jay. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> um, what well, was it? What do you mean? Were you in the chorus? Well, let me just tell you about some. Because you have a pretty strong voice. I give up forever to you. <laughs> I know that you feel the same now. Somehow. I don't know words to any songs, by the <laughs> You're way. You're never going to get forever. What's he even talking about? Dude, here's. A, well, all his songs. I mean, Hold on a second. Just tell me how big the choir was. 15 people? <laughs> oh, so it was like a little. Oh, it was okay. like a jazz choir. In Seattle? No, well, in, in, in high Seattle, school. in high school. But we did a. How many we, black we, people? One. We did One black? A, uh, oh, not a good choir. No, not in Seattle, in the choir. <laughs> you know, I was we'll in the marching we'll right band, back. so like, I, yeah, I did all four years in marching band and concert band, so. Did you really? Yeah, I'm going to, if I'm going right, to so make the fun world. of you. Yeah. Okay, good. How long did you do it for? All through high school. Oh, okay. Because, cool. I mean, it was Me part of the, being in the, a lot of the kids in the plays and the musicals that I did were also in these things. Okay, and So it was cool. a great way to just to get, so we took this trip to San Francisco. And Fran. what people don't know is that's where all the sluts are. Inquire, Dude, was, uh, choir band, band and drama, drama, Those drama. With you, yeah. High school of, theater, of, baby. A lot of back Thank rubs. you. People were giving a lot of back rubs. That was like oh, four tons of it was back like backstage. Well, be- you want a back rub, a backstage back rub? Yeah. Well, now Are that sounds me? now that sounds way worse. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> but like, but you had all that time. Like, I, like I was in the theater department. You have all that time in between rehearsals. That you know, when you're not being used on stage, and you're just mm. waiting for your scene. And then you just hey, you want a back rub? It's perfect. Yeah. So we're in San Fran, a great America, performing, right? And the day before, we're at our hotel, and I see this guy, lead singer of Goo Goo Dolls, but I have no idea, because I'm not, I don't, I think there's internet around, but I just don't know what he looks like. All mm-hmm. I know is that I, I love the way I feel when I hear Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's singing it. Uh, you know, and so uh, I see this guy at the bar, and I'm like, I'm going to go see if I can try to order a drink, because I you know, looked a little older, whatever, my voice uh, was about this deep, maybe... 
<laughs> trying to make me cry telling a story? It's not an emotional story, but it's starting to feel like one. I'm trying, so, I'm trying to set the mood, minute, buddy. So, you so didn't, I'm at the bar. You didn't know who he was? No. Okay. Uh, I sit down at the bar, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to chum up this guy who's here, who's fucking hammered, by the way. And it's this guy. His name's like John fucking Resnick? Something. Yeah, there Not is. that I know that. Wow. What's up, Wikipedia? <laughs> Google Dolls well, He came from something else, didn't he? Johnny John, John, John Resnick? Yeah, wasn't he another band first? Uh, called no. called emotional bangs. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know. He was he actually played lead guitar in Tracy Chapman's band for a while. Oh really? Nope. But uh, <laughs> about ten of from it. So he uh, so I'm at the bar. I start chumming him up. I'm like, yeah, man, you come here a lot. And he's like, what's that, man? Just fucked up. And I'm like, oh man, he's hammering. So I chum him up. And, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm here with a singing group. He's like, hey, you sing? I sing too, man. I was like, oh, it's fucking. I don't know. Why I'm making him sound like a drunk Bono, but in British. <laughs> yeah, I think he was British. For like, oh, was something. Yeah, and uh, there was a little bit of that because he was so fucked up. Yeah, half sounds part. like fucking Arthur. Like he's gonna go. Ha, ha, yeah, like yeah. right there. I was gonna tell me about it. Yeah, that's pretty much what he sounded like. And Sweet. so then, uh, and I was like, uh, yeah, we're singing in the in the park tomorrow. He goes, I'm singing in the park. We're just in together. He's fucking like, and I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, man. So I started, I'm just totally like buying it and like, and, 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 uh, setting him up to just be like, yeah, man. And I'm like, what are you drinking? He's like, you want a drink? I was like, yeah, man. He orders me a drink. The fucking guy knows who he is. I still don't. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no problem. Didn't even question to like ID me. Yeah. I'm sitting right. there, my, I'm looking over at my buddies, being like, I'm fucking getting a drink. You know, they're yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Um, cause it was like, you know, you're in high school. There's, we're at the hotel. It's late. This, what are you going to do? Drugs? This is a huge no. get at yeah. this point. This is also, yeah. this is what's entertaining my group of friends at this time it's yeah, like sure. what do we do now you want to go check out you want to go fake play that piano that doesn't work or like <laughs> yeah. hey is Kristen who's staying with Kristen should we should go knock on the door see if they want to like walk to the vending machines yeah, exactly. or whatever uh, yeah, so that's all, that, yeah that's all you can do at 16 so I start drinking with them and uh, and then he's just like I'm singing tomorrow too man I was like oh yeah you in a band he goes yeah man he goes you ever heard of the Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> and did, I was like did, did he lean in like that for sure he did <laughs> yeah. he was fucked up dude and I'm like yeah, man. He goes, yeah, it's my band. And I was like, what? And so then it turns from like, I'm just like trying to impress my friends to now I'm like, you guys get the fuck out of here. Yeah, totally. I'm going to totally. have a moment. I'm going to try to get some tickets for tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, and then, dude, and I was like, are you singing what time tomorrow? He's like, I don't even know, man. I should probably get out of here. Talk for a few minutes. He's like, good luck in your show. Fucking gets out of there. Dude, the next day. They were performing. We were mm-hmm. we were like setting up, so we had a couple days to hang out in Great America before. Mm-hmm. But they played at like eleven a.m. Dude, it was the worst show I've ever heard from afar. <laughs> oh, because he was just so, so he must have been. He must, yeah. I feel like he stayed up and maybe another three hours because he was just like, dude, singing. You know, why don't you slide? Come on, out of minute, I think at one point he was just like, you know, not saying lyrics or like it. Oh, that was them too, huh? Yeah, dude. It was, I, I mean, it's a good song. Yes, how does this one start? I think, could it, dude, could you whisper in my ear? My ear was replaced by like, could you get me another beer? I've been drinking since ten. Stayed up all night. Got a fight with Ben. Where are you, Adam? <laughs> you said you'd be right here. Had a moment at the bar. Oh, that fucking Iris song, though. That, that who was your? Did you, wanna, the song, man. did you ever want to be in a band? I feel like comedians, rock stars, they go hand in hand. No. I, I always kid around with my wife, though, that she wishes that I had been a, a musician, not a comedian. You know what I mean? Because she, she loved music, and I think she always just gets a fucking bone. Well, for, for, they all well, do, man. Well, well, but you were in the band, though. Yeah, I did. But did you play, like, clarinet or I something? I played drums. Well, but we, drums? Were, we, we were pathetic. We were pathetic. You know, I had one trip that I remember, Machin mm-hmm. Band, 
and I've told this before on my podcast, but I'm going to tell you because this story is His so podcast, the, cra- the Crab Feast. The Crab Feast. Fuck Ryan Feast, five, five stars. We go up to Montreal for this, like, band trip okay. freshman year in high school, and there's one of those girls that I used to fool around with that was also, like, had, like, that little stigma of being, like, you know, whatever. And we're in my room. We fool around. And uh, I remember I had I – had, like not tidy, they were red, but they were like tidy whities. You know what I mean? They were yeah. what do you call it? briefs? Briefs. There yeah. You okay. Go. Boxer red, briefs or no? Just straight briefs. Straight briefs. Okay. Red as a freshman, right? Nice. <laughs> in Classy that. silk. No, just straight cotton. <laughs> I don't know why I pictured you in silk boxes no, I don't right know, now. Man, but I was, and, I, and I don't know why I smiled so big after, yeah, after yeah, I said it. But whatever. We all have a thing. We all have a thing. <laughs> and uh, so we fooled around, yeah. and then I took my underwear because it was soiled. And I'm like, where can I put this? I'm like, oh, I'll just hide it under my bed. Because we're sharing a room with like three, there's four guys to a room, you know? So I hide it under the bed. I'm like, I can't have anyone know this, you know? Yeah. And I leave. And one of the guys that we shared the room with was a little, he was a little weird, okay? He was real weird. He went on to like write plays and stuff like that. So later in the day, I come back to my room and I go into the bathroom. Are you ready for this? My underwear is in the sink with ice and water like in like a pool of ice water with fuck? ice and then there's a sign a piece of paper with written on it over the sink that just says cold shorts and the letters are like squiggly like if you were frigid writing the letters <laughs> cold i'm like what the fuck is this what the fuck is this i grab my underwear i'm like hit it again i'm like oh my god like someone knows but it was just, it was, I don't know. I've never got any explanation. <laughs> what I, I don't, the fuck. I'm almost positive like it was a horror him. movie. It was, yeah. It, it was like, it was weird. It was almost like, I know what you did. Yeah, and that That's, was a weird, instead of just like laying it out on the bed with like a note and maybe just him sitting there being like, hey, dude, I found these. No, okay, that just got even weirder. Why does he have to be sitting there with a the note and then tell me how he found them? I'm saying that would be no. less weird than putting it in fucking ice. I mean, he could have been in the room. Underwear on the rocks? You didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for those on the rocks. That's yeah. a, that sounds like a bad Neil Diamond song. Underwear, Underwear on, on the, the rocks. rocks. <laughs> he might have been in the room when it went down. He might have just, under I don't the know. Bed? I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, he wasn't under the bed I, because that's where you threw him. So. I know. Yeah, well, maybe I hit him right in the face. I'm pretty sure we got to call in. fucking Eckersley sidearm right at him. I'm pretty sure we got to call in. Scooby Doo for the mystery of the red underwear. This one guy, I think I could reach out to to ask. We'll see. I'll, 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 if I, if I get to the bottom of it, which I haven't tried to, I'll get back to you guys <laughs> and yeah, report this, back. This you, happened back. Take you in a second for that. Yeah, that story. Uh, this but, happened back in Boston, nineteen ninety. Okay, one. And where'd you grow up exactly? In uh, Stoneham, Mass, fifteen minutes north of Boston, up the uh, up ninety three. Okay, we didn't, we know nothing about that. Yeah, city, well, so. you know now, bro. <laughs> What's Stoneham, Mass known for? Nancy Kerrigan. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There you dude, go. I just, dude, I, Mario Cantone. I just was talking about Mario Nancy. Cantone. Yeah. And Hello. the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls player. <laughs> Shut up. No, but you know what? Look up Wikipedia, please. Okay, I will. Go to Stoneham Mass. Stoneham and, Mass. And look up... Um, Top five famous people. Yeah, we'll just say Mass. famous people. There are There is like a weird musician that lives in my town. I, I, I don't know. We didn't know. John but, Popper? <laughs> no. Nah. Um, but uh, yeah, Nancy Kerrigan and Mario Cantone are the two... I was just talking about Nancy Kerrigan yesterday because we were talking about uh, how crazy that was that Tony Howarding took it upon herself Thank you. to do Thank that. You. And how – oh, no, who was it? It was um, one of my buddies mo- – oh, one of my buddies' uh, moms uh, thinks Nancy Kerrigan 
that's what we brought up. He was like, dude, she always thought Nancy Kerrigan was like a just a goody two shoe, dirty whore, and was so stoked when Tanya Harding took her out. It was like she had it coming. She's too fucking perfect. And it was like, can what? you imagine? This is what this is. Can you? This is people don't understand the scrutiny that you go under as a famous person. Not me, but I mean, I just I take I get emotional over reading YouTube comments when people post. Right? Have you had some pretty gnarly ones? <sighs> God, Jesus. Really? I mean, just ones that you're like, God damn it, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You get so, you're like, right. you don't know what you're talking about. It's, That's what you get. That Imagine uh, being an Olympian. S- side note, St- Stoner, Massachusetts, named by EliteDaily.com to be one of the 10 best cities uh, in the U.S. for stoners to live in. <laughs> Great. <laughs> just Small that town, 25,000 people. Just but can you imagine there. just being a professional athlete and someone trying to maim you no dude and then people having a negative opinion of you because you were maimed that's crazy that's also like that was such a bold move i mean that to me i mean it was a big deal but i mean i I feel like there's certain things that happen like that like that or oj or um the guy eating the guy's face in florida things like that that i feel like should be bigger deals for longer than two weeks or a month because it's like somebody you hired somebody to club in the in the final she still performed yeah. Tanya Harding. People always go, oh, because remember the Nancy Kerrigan was screaming, why me, why me, and everyone mm-hmm. just Never picked forget on her? It. It's like, I used to do a bit, I'm like, if you were fucking in your cubicle and some dude in accounting had someone come down and club you, you'd be like, dude, what did I do? Why me? You know what I mean? You'd be like, why not Aksana Bayou? Why did you go after her? Who's We're also working here at Frederick yeah, Nelson. Exactly. Yeah. Good reference, by the way. I did. I plucked Aksana Bayou. You pulled out the Aksana Bayou Yeah, but she reference. was the next generation. She was yeah, like, well, understand, too. When Nancy Kerrigan's from your hometown, mm-hmm. you followed figure skating. Was she like the biggest? I mean, I can't imagine. Dude, she, she was like... Every year, Winter Olympics, what are the big things that we don't give a shit about? Cool Runnings DVDs. Figure skating, <laughs> mm-hmm. speed skating. Yeah. Remember, every year, Dan Jansen. Dan Dude, Jansen. Dan Jansen. Dan Jansen. We've never down. heard of this guy. Before Apollo Ono, there was Apollo Dan Ono. Jansen. It's Apollo Ono does subway commercials. <laughs> yeah, dude. And we don't care. We never, you are not following him throughout the regular year. You don't even know where they compete. Yeah. By the way, the subway commercials are awful. He's just like, you know what I like? Tuna. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what? And then he just smiles and holds a piece of bread with nothing in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Dan Jansen, like, skating is always the best. So when Kerrigan... Uh, oh, and, and who's the chick? Uh, Bonnie Blair. Bonnie Blair was Bonnie, the skater, bon- right? Bonnie Blair was the speed skater. Well, yeah, was the female How about, skater. How uh, about Christina Kim? No. What's uh, her name? That's a girl I went to college Kwan? with. Michelle Kwan. Yo, Christina, what's up, girl? Yeah, I don't know who's more racist. You for just saying Christina Kim, just a random Asian racist. name, or you for exa- for knowing exactly who he was trying to refer to. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, it's just like one. a random Asian name. You're like, yeah, right, well, yeah. obviously Michelle Kwan. Yeah, Michelle well, Kwan. there's only one great Asian figure skater. Oh, why well, you dishonor my family? Seriously, there are people that are upset right now. They're like, is this son of a bitch serious? <laughs> Look it up right now. Google. Uh, okay. Let Google. No, can you, did you find out who the musician was? I, I, I can't. I've been looking up. It just says Dr. Seuss was born there. <sighs> really? Dude, why didn't you open with that fact? <laughs> it's not. That's not right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Stoneham. S-T-O-N-E-H-A-M. Oh, Stoneham. Yeah. I thought you said Stoner. No, Stoneham. Oh, Stone Ham. You're Stone Ham. Fucking Jesus. accent, bro. Brad doesn't even smoke pot, and he's got pot on the brain. <laughs> it's just everybody in H- Massachusetts. H- H-A-M-E? H-A-M. Okay. Now, it's life in Stone Ham, how do you get into comedy being out there? Are people, is it just like the what you're observing and you're growing up, or was your family funny, or like? Honestly, I think it probably comes from the fact that I spent my whole life just trying to make sure everybody was having a good time. <sighs> you know, because my dad wasn't around, so it was like, Dude, oh, the same shit, how does man. everyone, uh, let's make sure mom's happy, let's make sure Adam's, you know, like that would be my deal. 
But like, you know, there's a heavy. You know, I mean, think about trying to be funny. You're just like, I want people to have a good time. So then, and you, I want everyone to all like sudden me. This, something in you just like comes out as far as being like, yeah, right, I got to figure out how to entertain. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, don't forget, like, Dane Cook is from Arlington, which is two towns over. Okay. Jay Leno's from Andover, which is three towns over. So um, comedy was kind of shoved in your face because of the people. No, I mean, I didn't know who those guys were then. Oh, okay, but like Boston's just a. I mean, my mom took us to see Bill Cosby when I was 10. Jesus. And I remember being young, and I would my mom would stay up late and watch Johnny Carson, and I would sneak downstairs and hide behind this blue chair. Like, it'd be 1130 at night, and so I was probably dumb. eight, and I'd just stare and watch Johnny Carson. I thought I he was what? the funniest guy in the world. I was just like, no who shit. is this? What's he doing? You ever watch the, um, uh, all of you guys listening out there? Do yourself a t- Killer Kowalski. Killer Kowalski. Professional wrestler was from Stoneham. Hey, hey. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you go back and watch old Carson clips, it's more progressive than anything that's on TV right now. Like oh, he was breaking boundaries yeah. then, dude. He, he really was. was. Uh, you talking about Mike Ness from Social Distortion? Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I told you I didn't know. It, you know. Yeah. Well, he. Hey, well, that's, that's well, what hey, you do if it he's was from there. Was he's if from was... there, and fucking Social D is a great one. Yeah. So, uh, well, there you go. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Wait, okay, so how, but what do you so trying to make everybody happy? But then, like as far as you know, there's always a point for everybody where you you're making people laugh, you're being a good storyteller. That's like for me, that's how it started. Like I was finding myself in more and more situations at school or at parties retelling things. Yeah, that 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 even if it didn't happen to me, somebody was like, he tells it good, but it happened to me. So I would retell it, and people were like, oh shit! Like, and then I would start to you know you sort of become aware of the reactions you're getting. So like, yeah, I mean, happened? I was just I was funny. And all my friends at home tell great stories. Like, they're mm-hmm. all very funny You dudes. had funny friends. Well, they're all, yeah. I mean, they're they're funny dudes. But I was the guy who's always willing to go the limit. You know yeah. what I mean? I was always the dude that was, like, not afraid to ask a chick out. I just was never right. afraid to, like, go the mile that would entertain everyone. Just like you were saying about, like, going to yeah. the bar and trying to get booze. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, people ask me if I was, like, the funny one growing up. It's like, no, my friends are way fucking funnier than me. I think most me. comedians say that. Yeah, but, yeah. like, we're just the ones that are the... Willing to do it. Yeah, just the dumb masses who are like yeah i'll do it in front of people yeah exactly. yeah, yeah why not yeah, i don't think so i think i'm definitely the best i don't know you guys i also have five awesome. friends and they're all uh torsos but. <laughs> my buddy will say this i'll tell a story and you'll be like telling the story like nah wait a minute you left out a detail uh, yeah. <laughs> and they come yeah, in with their two like sure. I, I did a college in, in boston with tommy john again nice. and then like a bunch of my high school and college friends came out and we were going to get a drink afterwards and i said tommy i'm like you want to come with he's like yeah sure and we're like we're walking the bar i'm like i'm just gonna give you a heads up you're gonna hear a lot of stories here tonight yeah. and he goes dude he goes i love stories and i'm like all right we'll get ready and then boom as soon as you know it rye starts telling a story about dave and dave's they're both layering it it's like it's like you're watching twins talk or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and do you think that really influenced your style because uh if, if, if you've seen any of your three conan o'brien appearances yeah man mm-hmm. is that some sort of record no uh, i think gene pompa has got like 37 yeah but <laughs> uh but your your jokes are very they're, they're you're, you're not a setup punch guy no never have been. you're you are a storyteller and like i i think i did that gig with you recently in uh lovely oroville california oh, this guy destroyed ah, shut, up, shut up buddy shut up uh, so is uh oroville california at a casino where no one knew us no one no one it was me you and uh tom segura yeah hold on say real quick orville casino is that like orville redenbacher's casino it's just a just it's just a big it's just a big casino made out of a popcorn you know party awesome. yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
All the slots you don't get changed, you just get Yeah, yeah it's fucking just, just like <laughs> pop, pop secret, motherfucker. She's <laughs> like, I can't even feed into this right even. now. <laughs> All, right. All right, so but, that was the but, gig. But it, it was a great gig, but no one, I think, I think you had like, you did like a 15 to 20 minute set. You maybe had two premises, like yeah. two bits yeah, yeah. the entire time. And but they're just long ass stories, but they're just peppered in and they're hilarious. Now, so like, was that style born I think from those friends from a or things? Like, I grew up around all old people too. Like, mm-hmm. my How life old? when I was born, my aunt Lil was seventy two. My aunt Rue was probably they were all in their sixties and seventies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then they all lived to like Auntie Rue passed at a hundred, Auntie Lil one hundred and two, Auntie Gert ninety eight, Uncle oh, wow. Ray ninety nine, and my nana eighty eight. Holy shit! So they were all around, and so my life was with no debt. Like, and I was a night owl. So we, my you're like Charlie Bucket, man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, dude. <laughs> they a still little be bit. in the same I mean, bed. <laughs> yeah, I would stay up late, always sitting around like the kitchen table and like dining room table, just listen to them all talk, and just always around old people. So I was just That's had to listen. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I wouldn't trade it in for the world. Yeah, because you got those so, stories. But what man. would you pick up on? From, I mean, you're saying I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. It's like asking Griffey, like, dude, well, well, you know, where'd you get that? I mean, for sure. Which I have, and he didn't respond nah, to my text. Was, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it's not him because I don't have his number. He was asleep at the time in the, in the dugout. <laughs> Whoa, too soon, man. Too soon. Dude, we'd like to forget that. <laughs> hey, gee, no biggie. Wow. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of, and I've always just liked, um, I just always don't like a joke that hits you over the head. Sometimes I want you to, people to figure out on their mm-hmm. own. I used to say this, this used to be my way of comedy. I used to say, I didn't care if people laughed at the joke. Mm-hmm. I just wanted them to be laying in bed at night, reach over to turn off the light and start laughing then. You know what I mean? There you oh, go. Shit. Like they're like, oh my god, that that's, is so funny. That, like, that is so like, you know. Well, is that because you're sitting there like sit, telling it to them again right before they go to bed? <laughs> I follow them home. Okay, well, the hey. You laugh at this motherfucker. <laughs> but like, I I I love your style of comedy, and I like comics where when they get off stage, I feel like I know them as people. Totally. Yeah. Sure. And, and like, because like you get off stage, you tell two stories, but I still feel like, oh, okay, this is who this guy yeah, is. Yeah. I think when you get off stage and you're like, hey man, and somebody asks you a question about that story, you go into a whole other section of it that you probably don't even tell on stage. Yeah. 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 And that's really, dude, it's a tough thing to get to, I feel like, because, uh, you know, there, and obviously some comics have a little bit of heightened, ver- we're all a little bit heightened versions of ourselves up all there, because you're performing. You have to be. Yes. Yeah, it's just, you, it's just you with the volume. But, up. I mean, I, you know. Do I, I really give lap dances to random people on the street? Okay, occasionally. Yes. But depends, not all the time. Depends, <laughs> depends how blind you are. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, but to really like, that that always to me is like, that's why I love Burr so much. And oh, like, because sure. like when you, you feel like you're getting that they are who they are up there um, and you could continue a conversation after. And I don't know how you get to that point, but I mean, it's, uh, so you, you, you didn't plan from the get-go to do... Uh, set up punch. So I mean, I didn't plan to do stand up. Telling story. Oh, really? No, I moved to L.A. to write and act. That's why I moved here. Oh shit! And All then, right. then that when I before I did Dublin, what happened was I was like waiting tables, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone else in town. Yeah. And uh, I just like in one week, like three people, like you do comedy, you do comedy, you stand up, and I was like, no, no, no. I was just always crushing at tables. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. I mean, yeah, dude, just destroying. Pro- like how? Like, what were some of your lines? I didn't have lines. I would just come up and I would just I'd rip people. When I bring down their dessert, like if there's two people eating dessert, I'd, ballsy, I, man. I would set down the dessert with one mm-hmm. spoon for one person, one for the other, and then I put a third down, and they go, what's that third spoon for? And I'm like, glad you asked, and I just, boom, take the first <laughs> bite. 
and walk away, and they would be done. I mean, I built rapport. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. 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 It just wasn't out of nowhere. This wasn't an opener. You, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, open yeah. with the rape joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You build up to it. So it was like, I love people, man. I love interacting with people. I love talking to people. I love pushing people, seeing what I can get out of them. Oh, see, my God. Like, you know, you should have worked at Universal Studios with me, dude. Oh, I that's know. Like, that's when right. I played that New York cop, that was my last job there. That's yeah. all it was, dude, because I wasn't from anything, so I could create my own... Character. I used to do a bit about that where kids would be like, you know, what movie are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from a little film called uh, I Got a Theater Degree, and this is where it fucking got me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but like, literally, I could do anything. But it was like, and getting to push and, like, really just. Were you uh, doing like, all right, moving along now? Yeah, for sure. Well, I had a big Orville Redenbacher mustache, not to bring him back uh, up again. If you're at <laughs> play, you wow. home, that's drink two. Uh, <laughs> every time you say Orville Redenbacher. But, and I, would, I had, like, a Chicago. I'd be like, you know, hey, uh, what's, you, you see, uh, Waterworld starts until you might want to go see that show. You know, uh, John Stamos in the park today. So you oh, can be on the lookout for that. I mean, a lot of things. I do things like, you know, my standard bits. Yeah, he hates Stamos. He's afraid of dwarves. Uh, but my um, my uh, my uh, main bit was I'd blow a whistle at old ladies walking and be like, slow down, man. You're going too fast. It's not a race, all right? The, oh, the park's going to be open. Classic. And, dude, they would love it, man. And then, you know. Um, I used to hug and kiss old women. Like the restaurant? They would walk in the restaurant. I'm like, it, oh, get over here. And I give them a big hug. I'm like, how you doing today? And they're good. I'm like, I know you are. Look at you. She's fantastic. Dude, you made their year, man. And then I would grab right. the host. I'm like, can we get a table for my girl? You know what I mean? That's that was. Dude, that's I love. I just I'm feeling great. I f- I'm, I've been working a whole chunk of stand up now like that. We're just losing connection between people. It's just it's right. It's Fuck yeah, falling we are. apart and it's going away. It, it, and it's like you you need more of that. Yeah. Why, why is that? Why are we losing it? Because of technology, bro. Yeah, it's to the point where when you get a phone call, like before your phone rang, and you could answer it because you were excited to talk to fucking somebody yeah now it's like oh they're not texting me do i have to talk to them well also yeah, you get I to see who it is that's kind of a, i mean there's there's obviously pros everything's and cons a caller id yeah it's you know it's no and and this is true jay does like to talk to people because uh after our gig in lovely oroville california mm-hmm. it was me you tom and my girl sitting at the bar and uh like these hill people would just keep coming up and talking to us hill were, people oh yeah that can only be that, the, the only words that they could be used to describe them. King of and, the Hill people? It, no. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. like, oh, damn it, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> it's coming up. Uh, drink one for a bad impression by Brad. All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we're always, we're, we've been constantly making up, like, we, we throw those little references, like, drink, like, if, Done. you know. And so that, to the point where we asked, we're like, hey, all right, uh, listeners, create an about last night drinking game. And mm-hmm. we got a ton of emails with, like, anytime you guys say that, you know, say, like, that's a band that's playing at the Troubadour. Or anytime Brad references <laughs> Carlos Mendes. See yeah. Anytime Adam brings up that he was in the heat, you know, fucking, which happens Jeez, a lot. That, wasted. Yeah, that can't that can't be a rule around Adam. It's it's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. just not been. Right, but so. like, so all, all all these people are coming up, and Tom and and me are like trying to like say like, oh, oh thank you, uh, glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, have fun over there with the slots. And Larson's over here going, sit down, like, yeah, like, like right. talk to people. What's your story? And he just kept diving in, and to some of the guys that were just shit faced. Like, uh, I, th- I remember one guy walked up. And he was commenting on the singer, saying like something like he didn't like those songs, and you kept asking him, "We like, want the Goo Goo Dolls, like <laughs> right?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, what kind of music do you like?" And well, Tom and I are just like, "Why the fuck are you doing well, this?" Well, I shit? mean, I mean, the other thing, you know, I love about drunk people. My favorite thing about drunk people is you can just say right to their face whatever the fuck you want. I'm not always nice. Sometimes they'd be like, yeah, man, maybe if you just walked away, that'd be better for everybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, just dial it back, bro. I've had, I had to be careful with that sometimes. I was going to say, because sometimes they'll not register or think you're funny by doing that, or if they're in a, a certain state to where you don't have any rapport. Yeah. You can't just dip the spoon right away. Dude, I love this. Nothing. I, I just like honesty in general. Like, and I just, you know, I remember we used to, I used to have this house 
I didn't have it. I rented a house with my mm-hmm. buddy Jordan in in Venice, and we had a little back guest house we, that this other kid rented. Yeah, and I hated him. He's from Seattle, actually. Shit. And he moved out here, and I guess Cla- he was like classless people. He used to <laughs> fly drugs across from Canada, like what? From Seattle. Like, there's, that's a big thing up there, I guess. Yeah, flying it over, and that was what he would do. So he would deal out of this little back area. I didn't care, you know. But he was just a douche. I hated. It. He was a douche. The first day I met him, I used to live in the guest house, you know, and I told him that, and he goes, "Oh, come check my place out, man. See if you like it better with what I." did than what you had like that was his opener and i was like you fucking was this douche. your representation of seattle like this guy because no no i mean i have a i have my wife goes up to seattle yeah, all the okay. time you know right. she so works you had, nordstrom yeah dude that's killer <laughs> name, yeah yeah name, dude stop hold back hold back with the name droppers man. seriously nordstrom. that's a big that's Ooh. a big deal dude nordstrom crushes it up there yeah there's it's a great company too yeah do you get hooked up <laughs> nah well i mean she works for david yerman which is a jewelry brand, which I'm wearing. Anyway, go. so this kid, we're having this barbecue, and he comes over, and I'm like, oh, man. So my good buddy Todd is working the grill, you know, one of my buddies from growing up, and he's working the grill, and this douche comes over. And he goes, hey, man. I'm like, hey, man. And he goes, uh, I just got us. Uh, I brought some booze over, man. I'm like, cool, man. If you just want to put it in the kitchen, I got a bar set up in there. And he goes, yeah, man, I got some Jack Daniels. And he put it on, like, the table next to the grill. And yeah. I'm like, Cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's sweet. If you could just, you just want to throw it inside, that's cool. He goes, I got some Sprite, puts that down. He goes, I got some Coke. And he drops the, like, the bottle of Coke, a cola on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling him over and over, yeah, you can just put it inside. You can just put it inside. And he drops the Coke. And I go, or you can just go the fuck home right now. And he just pulls up and stares at me. And my buddy's looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I go, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. You can just put it inside or whatever. And he just goes inside. My buddy, t- I look at Todd. I go, was that, was that like mean? Was that rude? And he goes, yeah, Jay. And I go, <laughs> I go, dude, I can't fucking stand that guy. And he goes, well, he seems fine. I'm like, dude, whatever, bro. Fine, whatever, you know? 20 minutes later, my buddy comes. I'm out the front of the house by the hammock hanging out, and he comes out. He's like, dude, we get fucking talk to your boy. And I go, what happened? He goes, keeps asking me about the corn. When's the corn going to be ready? When's the, when's the corn going to be ready? Where's my corn? Where's my corn? I go, what'd you do? I go, finally, I said to him, I go, you want your corn? He goes, yeah. And I took a piece off the grill and I threw it over the fence. I said, go get your fucking corn. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's like fucking eighth grade shit. Yeah, I know. We'll just fucking, fucking take your food and throw it. Go get it, you bitch. <laughs> like that's. Bit. He didn't get it. <laughs> He didn't get his corn that day. Dude, but I love... <laughs> he didn't get his corn that day. Dude, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Danny. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.